Hey there, my name is Janny and I'm the host of What's On Your Mind. I interview guests about their weekly musings and Wikipedia rabbit holes, like toxic beauty standards, or the impact of redlining, or bees. Whatever it is, we'll process it together. We'll all learn a little something and take another step in creating our own stories, all while adding another laugh line to your face. Julia Johnson is also a podcast host. Check out her podcast called Figure It Out. Listen to her thoughts about why she started her podcast and a lovely conversation about the good, the bad, the ugly of social media. Hey, Julia Johnson, what's on your mind? <laughs> Hi. Oh my goodness. There is, oh, this is so cool. There is so much on my mind and I love this. Like this is my first um, ever podcast swap. So what's the name of your podcast? What's on your mind? What's on your mind? And the minds figure it out. So Love I feel it. like, you know, <laughs> same kind of thing. We're just <laughs> figuring it out. What's on our mind. Um, uh, but lately I, I feel like I've really dug myself a hole with like social media, just like looking at everything that's been going on in the world and how it's affecting everybody. Like just, um, a lot of, um, I've just talked with a lot of different people about how some people are like, like deleting their Instagrams because they feel like it's overwhelming. And then other people are using it to like, like be inspired and implement, um, just, I don't know, a lot of change and stuff. So I've just been thinking a lot about how, like millennial, how old are you? 28. Okay. Yeah. So like, millennials like we were the first like the last generation to grow up like without social media at our fingertips all the time you know yeah. like grew up with like VHS and like I remember like not having a DVD player and like it was really cool if you did have a DVD yeah player stuff like yeah that. we grew up we grew up like with both times <laughs> yes yes <laughs> And, and then my sister is 10 years younger than me. So it's like watching her grow up with social media everywhere. And I guess I'm just wondering if it's good or if it's like not, you know, it's just such a strange time. And right now I feel like it's so relevant and I'm just so aware of it, you know, yeah. like that that's, that's an interesting question. And I feel like I think, I think about that a lot too, of, you know, what, what are the benefits? What are the negatives of it? There's definitely, you even mentioned like kind of going down a hole in the beginning. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like that too. I mean, sometimes it's, it's two o'clock in the morning and I realize I'm just still scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And, mm-hmm. and I think for me, like, and I'm interested to kind of hear your journey with it, but I feel like as I was younger, I had a more toxic relationship with social media and that's Mm -hmm. almost kind of how I view it now. I almost feel like social media itself doesn't really have like a good or good or bad value, but it's kind of like what you do with it or your relationship with it. Because I feel like when I was younger, you know, I was following maybe a lot of accounts that, you know, just perpetuated maybe just a lot of unhealthy standards, whether it was like, you know, I was just following like you know, models or influencers that, you know, kind of just made me feel down about myself, you know, whether it was, whether if it was, you know, oh, wow, I'm not doing the cool things in my life that they're doing, or, oh, I don't look like that, you know? So I feel like when I was younger, it it was a lot of that. And, And as I've gotten older, and especially now, you know, I'm starting to have a more positive relationship with it. Like, I use the the screen time apps to make sure I don't even touch social media. I do too. Yeah, between yeah. the hours of, I think I have it as like 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. And um, I put 
limit so that I'm not on there. Like this is still going to sound ridiculous, but my, my cap is like three hours a day, which is still nuts to think that I spend three hours a day on social media, but I do entirely. Yeah. Yeah. It's so common. So crazy. But, and I think what I've, I've changed who I follow too. I think that's Mm -hmm. been a big part of it. Like I've, I've kind of gotten rid of those, um, those accounts where if I follow, they made me feel bad about myself. Now I follow ones that either inspire me or educate me or make me feel good about myself. And I think that's helped me kind of change, change the way I I see social media. And I see it now more as like a connection tool and an education tool versus something that I was like, I am wasting my life in this and it is just damaging my mental health. Like I had, I had to do some soul searching. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy because I love that you said that because I think I feel the same. Like when I was younger, I had Facebook was the big, yeah, right. There was nothing compared to now, but, um, and, and it made me so insecure and I compared my life to everybody that I saw and it wasn't positive at all. I shouldn't have had one, honestly, probably, you know, at the beginning. And then in high school, I, it's the same, you know, Instagram came out when I was in high school and I just felt like I could, I just compared, it was all comparing and I'm bigger and all the people that I followed were like, I don't know if you are just like not the like societal norm of like, or like society's beauty standards. Right. It's so hard to like feel good about yourself. And then when you see all these, I don't know, models, like you were saying, you know, that are not even like, they're not even good enough. They're like, you know, everything's edited. So it's not real. So then you just feel so down about yourself. But if I had grown up with what I know now and who I follow now, I've changed it to all these like, um, like body positive people and like, um, and they might still be models. They're just different models. Yeah. They're just before (laughs) exactly. And they're, and they're, you know, bigger and and they're showing off like, you know, all their like quote unquote flaws that I think are beautiful, you know, like cellulite and stretch marks and all that. And now I like see people who look like me and I'm like, Oh, like it's not bad. But when you're growing up and that's all you see is people who look so different than you and you, they're like really, I don't know, popular or famous. And you're like, I want to be like that. It's so hard to not compare yourself. Whereas now exactly like, I mean, without Instagram, we wouldn't have been able to do this. Right. Like, we right. Wouldn't <laughs> met, you know, and, um, and so things like this make me really thankful for it. And I use it to make connections and also learn like a lot. Like I, but with the black lives matter movement, I've just been seeing so much research. And so it's really cool to learn so much through that. Um, but when I was younger, that's not what I was using social media for, you know? So that's why I feel so, I'm so curious because like the Gen Z, you know, that generation, it's all, it's everywhere. And I I just wonder how is, how do, do they use it that way? Or is it, is it damaging? You know, I feel like my little sister is on social media all of the time. It drives my mom crazy. And, um, I don't know if it's beneficial for her or if she's having those feelings of comparing herself because it is so damaging to your mental health to like constantly compare, you know, or be jealous or. I don't want to make an assumption, but you know, at least when I was that age, I didn't, I lacked the critical thinking skills of saying, you know, this is not reality. Kind of what you said, you know, like there, there's this idea of edit and Photoshop and you know, what's, what's your, what's your like, 
highlight reel on your newsfeed is, you know, everything's filtered. And my niece was using my sister's phone to scroll on her Facebook at, you know, at age three. So, you know, they're, com- they're, if they're comfortable using the technology. So it's like, yeah, right away. They already yeah. have that exposure. I feel like we just need to start those conversations early of, you know, um, you know, just being confident about yourself and don't compare yourself to people or knowing how to spot something if it if it's quote real or quote fake or, um, you know, just also this idea of if you, you know, if you see something, you know, um, having this ability to, to not be judgmental too, you know, like there are some things which, you know, if somebody does something or if that's, they're doing something to make them feel beautiful, that doesn't mean that you have to do the same thing, nor does it mean that you have to criticize it. It's just, everyone's living their own life. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just kind of supporting people to, you know, be the best versions of each other that we can be. Yeah. And I think just starting that early with kids, um, has, I almost feel like that's, that's the only answer. Cause I don't think we can stop totally. social media from no. <laughs> taking a hold of them. Cause I mean, I, I don't, I'm 28 and I don't understand TikTok. <laughs> so yeah. It's got a life of its own. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> I, I finally caved and got the app during quarantine. Like the, in Oregon, it was really quarantine. Like everything was closed for, from like March to, last month and then now things are starting to open up a little bit and so during the time that it was like there was nothing to do but be home like genuinely like except for go to the store which is still kind of what we're doing but it's like now it's like you can at least like walk around downtown with masks on and like see people from afar you know whereas before every it was dead like everybody was inside you know small town it's just different and um but during that time when I was literally doing nothing but sitting in my room I got the app and it's very overwhelming and I'm like man like I can't imagine being younger and being like like because it's just so easy to just keep watching videos and like taking in all of that I I don't know it's overwhelming I'm probably gonna delete the app (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'll be honest I actually had the app on my phone for about three days and I and I think that was when I realized it was two o'clock in the morning and I was like this has got to go. I'm reverting yeah. back to 16 year old Janny here. I know. But, you know, that being said, I mean, maybe I'm not the target audience for TikTok. I mean, and I've seen people that aren't 16 on TikTok and do it fine, but I'm, yeah. I just, it's not for me. But I, yeah. again, again, like ha- the difference of, you know, not, not assigning a value to social media itself, but seeing the good and the bad, you know, we look at, um, you know, the, the, the presidential rallies and stuff that have been going mm-hmm. on. And I'm, I'm seeing the, the organizing that's happening on TikTok. Like mm-hmm. teens are taking over TikTok and mm-hmm. like connecting over geographic boundaries to do really cool activist actions. And yeah. you mentioned Black Lives Matter before, like this, just the fact that I can, I can now look and watch like, you know, a Black Lives Matter march live in, in, Philadelphia, watch a live in DC, watch a live in San Diego, watch a live in Atlanta. And I can, I can, and I, and I can do that while I'm on the streets of Memphis. I'm like, it just connects all these movements. And, and I, yeah. And that's amazing. We're at now. I'm like that, that is a cool thing of social media. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I feel very thankful for it right now, just because I, I am seeing all of this stuff that I can't be there, but I'm, I'm get to watch it, you know, Yeah. whereas before I don't think it was that easily accessed, but 
now it's it's so crazy that there's like a civil rights movement going on and there's like this pandemic like it is nice to be connected you know and to meet people over the internet who you know live so far away and being able to like relate you know it's it's really cool and I am thankful for that right now um but yeah it's it's crazy it's a crazy time we're living through right now like I just, I saw an old friend this morning and she has kids and we just, you know, sat outside and talked and catched up. And um, she, uh, her little boy was wearing a mask and he was five and it's just crazy. I'm like, I was thinking, wow, these kids are gonna grow up and it's gonna be a norm for a while. I mean, I don't know how long this is gonna go on. I don't think it'll end tomorrow. Yeah. So, you know, so it's, it's just so interesting to see. Um, and then I, you know, I asked him, so are you starting school? And then in my head, I was like, no, no, he's probably not going to be at school. And he was like, I'm doing school from home. And his mom was like, yeah. So <laughs> she's like, it's really great. So I'm like, oh man, like these parents too, who already have to work. And then they also have to like homeschool their kids. I mean, it's insane it's yeah. truly I just, this really we insane. are I think people have been saying this but like we are living in some different times <laughs> we are yeah. all experiencing something that is outside of our our norm outside of our comfort zone and it's mm-hmm. it's really I think allowing people to hopefully see more humanity in each other hopefully it's giving people um, more flexibility with each other and hopefully we're also seeing that we're all a little bit more resilient than we thought mm-hmm. we were. Um, totally. On, on top of all of the, of course, awful death and despair that's happening. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that there is um, a little bit of a, a light in all of this. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we can yeah. all treat each other a little nicer. Yeah, truly. I, yeah. I, and I do talking about that, you know, the Gen Z generation, I do have a lot of hope for our future because these kids are experiencing some crazy things that are going on. And I just keep seeing these movements that they're making, high schoolers like making speeches and about everything that's happening. And I feel like when I was in high school, I lived in a little bubble. I was not informed about what was going on at all. I was just kind of like, whoa, like worried about my own stuff. And then these 15 year olds, like even my sister is so involved and Mm. So that does make me really excited for the future because it's like, it's cool to be woke, you know, like it's, yeah. it's cool to be um, informed. And and I've seen some younger boys posting about how we need to like respect women and all, the, all this stuff that I just feel like when I was in high school, nobody talked about really, you know, and um, oh, yeah, it gives me a lot of hope for we need that, you know. That seems like a good point for a break. Time for some ads. This episode was sponsored by Peace by Peace Strategies. Peace by Peace builds capacity by developing community-based and culturally relevant strategies for individuals, organizations, and ecosystems. Does your organization, employer, or institution need support developing equity plans, creating strategic visions, or reinventing structures? They are here to help. Reach out to Peace by Peace Strategies at peacebypeacestrategies.org or email them at info at peacebypeacestrategies.org so they can support you and your work. 
MedMap connects residents with potential long-term providers to create real patient-physician relationships that can improve the overall wellness of residents and hopefully delay or even prevent the frequency of acute medical emergencies. All you have to do is enter in your address and slide the mile scale to view the clinics 1 to 30 miles away from your address. MedMap is here to connect the over 100,000 uninsured individuals in rural West Tennessee with free or sliding scale medical providers in our communities. Visit medmap.us and try out the free application today. That's www.medmap.us, spelled M-E-D-M-A-P. Again, that's www.medmap.us. Completely free to use. Find your free or sliding scale medical provider today. And now back to the show. I actually just earlier today, I um, spoke at a, it was a virtual block party in Philadelphia and it was around like getting people excited for voter voter registration. The Mm -hmm. entire thing was organized by high school and college students. And it was, I mean, there were, I mean, 100, 200 people on this call. I mean, and they had, I mean, I was there as a speaker, but they had like Congress people, they had, um, a beautiful, diverse cast of, of speakers and performers. And you could tell just like the intentionality that went into it of just, you know, thinking of not only just having good speakers, but like, I mean, you can tell they thought about representation. They thought about diversity. They thought about highlighting different voices. I mean, just, I was, I was amazed and honored to be a part of the event. And same with you. I was like, I don't, like, yeah, I guess I was kind of aware in high school, but not like this. So this no. is this is so inspiring. And actually a couple, a couple of the um Congress Congress people or, or kind of local politicians kind of said, you know, we we tend to say, you know, kids are our future. And he was like, kids are our now. Like you all are doing things now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and yeah, it was just I was I, I was honored to be a part of part of that event and just seeing yeah like just how far student activism has has come I mean obviously it's it's been a part of this country for years but just Mm -hmm. um just seeing it right before my eyes and just how young they were it was that was pretty solid (laughs) yeah I'm I'm very hopeful for that because I I I'm just amazed and blown away. And that is so awesome that you got to do that too. Oh my yeah, that's God. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're, you're a public, you said that, cause I, I definitely stalked your Instagram. Oh, thanks. Um, so what, what brought you into, to all of this? Like what, like just speaking, I mean, I hate public speaking. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, anybody can be a public speaker. It's as long as if you have something to say, you, you can be a public speaker, but, and, and I, I believe everyone has something to say, <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, I, I started off, I think doing a lot of theater when I was a mm-hmm. toddler <laughs> and mm-hmm. just knew that, you know, in general, I, I, I enjoy kind of being in front, in front of people. And obviously when you're, when you're doing theater, you're, you're performing, you're kind of taking on a, a mm-hmm. persona, you know, mm-hmm. and doing a character. And, and then as I got older, I kind of started doing some public speaking, just like competitions and things like that, where, you know, I guess I started to kind of take on this persona of, of Jenny, like it was kind of myself mm-hmm. as a public speaker, you know, on a quote stage. And then, you know, as I went through college and grad school and just, you know, the plethora of random jobs that I've had until mm-hmm. now, I've, I've worked as a, a trainer and a, and a speaker for various organizations. So I kind of just have built this portfolio of, of just cool wellness and activism and social justice and health topics that I just love spreading awareness about and so amazing. And 
yeah, I figured, you know, now I have the time. So let's, mm-hmm. let's do this for real. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you feel like you've met and like a lot of interesting people just over the, like doing between your podcast and those events that, you know, you did before you recorded today, like, yeah. 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 I mean, and yeah. I, and, and I think you mentioned this before of just another kind of blessing in disguise of all of this is like, you know, me and you wouldn't have met, you know, I mm-hmm. think, I think it's challenged us to use technology in, in a way that, you know, before it was a luxury and now it's like a necessity. Like we need mm-hmm. to use technology in order to, to connect with people. And yes. so, um, you know, I just, I, I, at first, you know, when I was doing this podcast, I realized I don't even have to stick within Memphis. Like I don't have to have a geographic boundary. So, you know, I've, I, um, I think, you know, I, I interviewed somebody from Belgium. I've interviewed someone from London. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I got to wake up in the middle of the night, but that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, how fun though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I am connecting with people that, I mean, I, I wouldn't have even known they existed if, if I didn't, if I didn't do this. And, and again, going back to, to social media too, um, you know, I think I reached out to you on, on Instagram, Mm -hmm. but so thankful you did. (laughs) Yeah. And just, just this power of using this platform for good, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm so probably like slow when it comes to this, but like just the power of realizing hash, like understanding how to use hashtags and like, I I follow these hashtags now and that connects me to other people who Mm -hmm. use the same hashtag. So then already I'm just like, okay, well, clearly we at least have this in common. (laughs) So, um, yeah, you know, I, I think a lot of it again, kind of goes back to then, you know, that, that, being a public speaker and just, you know, having, having confidence and just knowing, you know what, I'm just going to go out on a limb and just introduce myself to someone and say, hi, this is me. This is my platform. I'd love to know about you and let's see if we can connect. And if they say no, they say no. I, you know, it kind of hurts a little bit because I'm a human being, but I try not to take it too personally, but yeah, you're like, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fine. Maybe maybe later, (laughs) but you know, for every 10 no's, I might get two yeses. And then it turns into, you know, either a cool connection, a new friend, like a new fellow entrepreneur that we can support. So yeah, I know. I was so excited. I was like, Oh, I feel like I have a real podcast now. Somebody reached out and asked to, you know, connect. I was excited. So you made my day. So I'm so glad. Well, you made my day too. It's, it's fun, you know, asking people to be guests. I, I, for anyone out there that wants to start a podcast, I mean, same with public speaking. I mean, I, I truly feel like everybody has something to say. Everybody has a, has a cool platform. If you just, you know, put some words to paper, I'm sure you can, you know, come up with your mission and vision, but I just kind of, you know, knew enough to Google how to do the rest of this, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I just kind of reached out to you and, 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 and it worked out. <laughs> yeah. It worked out really well. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's inspiring too, because, you know, I, I just started this up as well and, um, I'm still learning and I, you know, made that Instagram for it. And I was like, I really want to like get into this. Like I want to have a regular posting date. I want to, really have different guests on and just kind of do what you do and just kind of ask and see who, you know, some people don't like to be recorded too. I mean, I've learned, you know, even people like I'll have some guests on that are friends and I've asked a few close friends and I'm like, I'd love to have you on. And they've told me no, like, they're like, I, I, I'd get too nervous. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. You know, like stinks a little, but it's fine. Um, so, but, but, you know, then you meet people and you find that connection and, 
Um, I think right now is such an important time to do something like this, you know, where you get to connect with people during a time that feels kind of lonely, you know, it's especially, you know, a lot of people I know who are in big cities, everything's completely closed down. So it's hard to do anything and have any sort of human connection right now. So, you know, being able to find that is so important and it sounds like you are, and that's great. That's awesome. Well, thank you. And and you too. And, And I'll say, I also started with friends. I mean, even now I feel like the, I, I, you know, I reach out to a couple friends and then I reach out to a couple strangers and, um, you know, I feel like friends is such a good place to start. And, and I also kind of reached out to some local businesses around here that like, you know, I, I frequented a yoga dance studio and I reached out to them to see if they would want to be involved and a little boutique here that I spend a lot of money at and I ask them, you know, do you want to, do you want to be involved? So you know, it's, it's, it's a great way to, to connect with people and your yeah. topic of figure it out. Um, so what, uh, if you can describe, describe that to, to listeners, what, what's kind of your, your topic of your podcast? Totally. Um, pretty much. I just felt, I started it a while ago, but I never had, it was very, very casual, very sporadic, like months in between episodes. It was just kind of for fun. And then I got more into it and kind of finalized it and was able to put it on different like platforms like Spotify, you know, and, um, and that's when I realized, you know what, I could really do something with this. And the whole point is to just, I just like to talk about embarrassing moments, like funny childhood memories, and it kind of connect on that level of like, we're all just doing our best and we're all kind of weird and we all have like weird experiences. And I just recently had a guest who's one of my close friends who like her entire life, she's just like had really weird stuff happen to her. And so she just shared that and she's like, I don't know like how this keeps happening, but this happened this like today, you know? And um, I just love like, I don't know, talking about mental health and talking about coping with different, you know, issues, especially right now, the common theme has been how you're dealing with being, you know, staying at home. And, um, and I've gotten people to be pretty vulnerable just because it's comfortable and it feels just so easy to talk about after a while, you know? Um, so just kind of normalizing that, you know, life is, can be hard, but it can also be funny. And, you know, overall, my, my episodes are pretty hilarious, I think, because I think the people I've had on are really funny. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's very, it's been very interesting and, and such a nice experience. You know, it's been, it's been a really cool project to get into. So um, I'm very thankful that it's worked out the way it has. Um, but yeah, it's the whole, the whole theme is just kind of like, how are you figuring this out? You know, like, what are you doing right now? Like, so it's I been, love it's that. been really fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Ours are, ours are very similar. Like you were saying in the beginning, yeah. it's like, Hey, how are you figuring out this thing called life? And mine's like, and while you're figuring it out, what's on your mind while you're trying to figure it out? Yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, this is perfect because I feel like it's very similar where it's like, what's going on with you? Like yeah, what's just, happening with you? Yeah. Just tell me what's tell me about you. <laughs> I yeah. love that. I love yeah. that so much. Well, I know in the very beginning and, and we totally don't need to dive into this if you don't want to, but, um, you know, just speaking of, of, we talked about kids going back to school, but you mentioned you're going back to school and back to a master's program during yeah. all of this. So what, what is that like? What's, what's that been like for you just emotionally getting ready for it? And, um, what's the format of school going to be like? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's been a very weird time. Cause, cause I've been feeling like I've wanted to make a change for a while. And then the pandemic happened and I was like, 
I don't know what to do now, you know, and, and this, I had applied for a program in my, um, in my town, we have Southern Oregon University, and I had applied for the um, master's in mental health counseling program there, and, and it's a very small program, it's like pretty hard to get in, and I, I qualified, but they didn't have room for me, so it was kind of like, okay, I had this image of what my future was going to be like, it's not really like panning out how I thought. And now there's a pandemic going on. So, and my job kind of changed around a bit after the pandemic happened. And I just, everything wasn't going how I really felt like I wanted it to. Um, and I, all of my family lives in the Bay area. And I was like, okay, you know what? I could apply for an online program because all the programs are online anyways. And because I have a friend who does it and she loves it. So I was like, it would be kind of cool to do that. So I applied for Capella University. It's online um, and it's a marriage and family therapy master's program. Um, and so I was really excited about that. And I was like, I could move home and save up. And um, it feels a little backwards because I'm like, I'm 25 and I'm moving like back with my mom, which, you know, I sometimes... I know a lot of people who do that, but I just feel like, like a little bit, I guess, embarrassed initially. Cause I was like, I'm moving back home, you know, but it's super common. And I decided like, just because, you know, that's not like the traditional way to do things. Like no one's life is traditional right now. Like who cares? You know, like, it's just, you know, you're doing, we're all doing our best. So, um, I made that decision and I've lived in Ashland, Oregon for seven years. So it's going to be hard because it is a big change and I haven't, I don't go home a whole lot. So, but I'm always like really homesick and, and my sister's growing up really fast and I'm just like, want to be with her more. So yeah, I made that decision and I'm, I start school in October and I move in a few weeks and it's been very, um, strange because I'm like, okay, my life is going to be completely different in a few weeks. So I'm like, living in the moment here while also not getting like too attached to being here but I know I'll come and visit because I do have quite a bit of friends here but um I decided this move while like some of my closest friends are also moving away so it kind of feels like the right time um and a lot of like the, my friends who do still live here are all working and super busy so it just feels like it's a good time to do this but it was a hard decision to make I was I had to ask myself you know, what do I want? Like just putting aside what I'm worried about other people thinking of me, like, what do I want to do? And I was like, I want to, I want to be closer to my family, especially right now. So yeah. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure that what you just shared will resonate with a lot of people and um, people will see a lot of similarities in in their journey, their story, their struggles with, with you. And yeah, I mean, it's, like we said in the beginning, we don't, everyone's doing the best. Everyone's living their, living their own life. And you know, we, there's no point in comparing, comparing ourselves to each other because we're all just, we're all doing our best to live our life to the fullest. And if that definition of living life looks a little differently for people, then like, who cares? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. As long as you're not harming yourself or others, you know, it's, yeah. 
do, do you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And everyone I've talked to has said that very thing where it's like, you're doing what you need to do. You know, some people at my age, I'm 25. Some people are married right now and starting a family. Some people are, you know, moving back home. Some people are starting a career. Like, you know, it's, everyone's different. It's just, it's so weird. Like twenties are just so such a bizarre age. Cause I know people who are all in different walks of life and doing different things. And, you know, exactly. Like as long as you're doing what you feel is right. And, you know, following kind of like your dream or, you know, whatever that may be or look like, it doesn't really matter. You know, it's, it's what you want to do. So I, I'd like to think people are listening and they're like, Oh yeah, that makes me feel better. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure I'm sure it's <laughs> happening right now. Well, good luck with everything. I mean, from the 30 minutes of talking to you, I think that that program sounds like a great fit. So I yeah, so that sounds like a really good field for you. I mean, just from this conversation, I'm like, Oh yeah, those that's, you got the skills for that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. So Julia, where can people find you online? Oh, thank you for asking. Um, uh, well, I have my Instagram, which is at figure underscore it underscore out underscore podcast. <laughs> and, um, and they can follow me there. And then I'll have my link in bio, but you can find me on Anchor and Spotify. So if you go there, you'll click on that link and it's it's figure it out podcast on anchor. So uh, you can like and follow and do all the things. Thank you so much for having me on. This yes. So thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for supporting the podcast. Subscribe wherever podcasts are found. And of course, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you want to learn more about me, you can check out my website, jannyrad.com. That's J-A-N-I-R-A-D.com. Head on over to jannyrad.com slash podcast and click on support the show. Check out my Instagram at jannyrad.me. Love the podcast music? That's BK Williams. You can follow him on Instagram, Brian K underscore Williams 28. Thanks for listening.